This is a certified hood classic. Hello, welcome to Left in the South podcast, episode 16. What's up, Caleb? How are you doing, dude? I'm doing good, man. 16. Episodes, honestly. Yeah, you know, we were just talking I, about I the like fact it. that. It's a nice number, dude. It is, man. Like, it's a whole, divisible evenly by both. Eight and four. Which are both yeah, not it's kind of fucking numbers. crazy. It is crazy, man. We were just talking 15, about how dude. it's weird that 15 hours of our voice has been immortalized on the internet forever. Yeah. Never to go Which away. Is, I mean, unless the internet goes down, right? Yeah, but, you know, at that point, is life really worth living? If I can't post, what, <laughs> what can I do? If you can't shit post on Twitter, then uh, I post is... because I breathe. Dude, uh, but our Twitter giveaway, speaking about Twitter, you know, that's still going on right now. Uh, it ends on, I believe, oh, God, I don't know when it ends, uh, the 14th of next month. Yeah, so about a little over two weeks. You have that yeah. long to enter. And uh, our YouTube channel, you know, our it's a really a rebirth of Left in the South. We're on YouTube. We're posting clips. I mean, really, it's the place to be right now. Yeah, a renaissance, if you will. Yeah. The Left in the South Renaissance. And it's on YouTube. You need a sub, like now. Right now. Go over if you're there. not sub, sub. To us, you're not a real fan. That's true. We only have but 12 subs you. on YouTube. Yeah, we do love you. Thank you for <laughs> all the support. Yeah, unless you're not sub to us. <laughs> Yeah, then fuck you. But honestly, how how's your week been, dude? It's been good, man. I've had a stressful week, lots of exams going on, but you know, my brain has been occupied by all of the happenings going on around the country, so we're all good. Oh, and by the way, I'm also worried about dying. Yeah, from coronavirus. Uh, fuck, dude. I, I, that's something I want to like. If you want to get into this right now, I, that's something I want to talk about. Like right now, you know that CDC thing you posted on our Discord. Honestly, got me a little worried. Uh, worried. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the CDC basically saying, yeah, this is probably going to cause an apocalypse and we're all going to die. <laughs> it's kind of fucking worrying. Like, on, do you like know why the coronavirus is so uh, dangerous? I mean, same reason the flu is dangerous. Like if you have a compromised immune system or if you're like elderly or young, like it's dangerous to get it. But I mean, it's just if you've ever had the flu, like you probably you were more likely to die from that than you are to die from coronavirus. Honestly, you're fucking... I'm, I'm a little worried because I've been sick for, like, the past week. <laughs> and, you know, all this corona talk got, got me on edge. Honestly. Like, like, can we get some Bud Light virus in this bitch? Yeah, fuck. I mean, if, if it's, like, actually as bad as, like, it is, dude, I'm a little worried. Because, you know, like, I got no food in my house. Like, the first thing people are going to go after is the food, bro. The first thing they're going to go after is the milk and bread. The, the perishables, exactly. you know, because you never know when the last loaf of bread you're going to buy. Yeah, what are you going to eat the last, you know, everyone loves toast, yeah. milk with their coffee. Everyone. Of course, yeah. yeah it's but like, essential. Have you ever thought, David, like anytime you go to the store and you buy a pint of ice cream and you're like, you know, this may be the last ice cream I ever eat. You ever thought about that? <laughs> uh, actually, I never think about that ever. I just uh, I just think about just I'm, I'm about to grab this ice cream and I'm about to have a good ass time. Oh, hell yeah. It, it's kind of weird to me that, like, whenever disasters and shit happen, people, the first thing they buy is, like, everything that goes bad instantly. Like, milk and co- and, uh, and bread and, like, things like that, you right. know? Like, like, why not buy know. fucking cans of food that last years? Because, dude, they gotta go after that milk and bread, man. You guys are like, oh, shit, we need fresh milk and bread. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show... You know that show that was on some television network where basically all the electricity goes out and they can't use it anymore? 
Well, let's uh, Google no. this. I need to look into this right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Television show where electricity is gone. Are we still rolling? Yeah, we're still rolling. Oh, it's called okay. Revolution. Fifteen years after an unknown event caused all electricity to stop working, plunging the world back into the dark ages. Yeah. I feel like that's what coronavirus is going to do to us, you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah, coronavirus is going to happen. Yellowstone's going to explode. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, we'll really we're... be back in the dark ages. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait for a fucking nuclear winter to happen. That's going to be so sick because, you know, it's really hot down here Rash. in the south. Yeah. yeah Ash, Ash just has a way of cooling you down. Filling your right, lungs, the whole you know? world, yeah, you know. I think I'm pretty sure if like uh, Yellowstone exploded, like there would be feet of ash, like you would have to walk through. Yeah, what's wrong with that though? You know, no one has ever been able to answer me that. What's wrong with ash? Throwing ash, I'm pretty sure like there's a shit ton of, like carcinogens like fucking coming out of like that volcano. Okay, ever been to Los Angeles? I try to have, bro. It, it really is a fucking dumpster over there, dude. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry if you're listening from Las Vegas, but I'm sorry that you live there. <laughs> sorry, Dude, I mean, <laughs> it's like always, it's always hot and it's the worst type of hot. It's like, yeah, well, for dry. me at least, because I, since I live in Florida, I'm used to the wet hot, but goddamn the dry hot, it's, it's not even, it's not better. It's not. Like if it's you're, worse. if you're out in that sun for like longer than 10 minutes, like go back inside because you are dehydrated and you need water. Exactly. And like, you know, it shrivels you up. That's really the, the tragedy of climate change, you know, not the, the endless extinction, but just the fact that, you know, my children are never going to be able to, to know what it's like to have a, a nice, cool summer's uh, day. A snow. Yeah, or snow. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> or dude, I haven't seen snow in forever. Does it I snow down there, man? No, it does not snow at all in Florida. Wow. I think crazy. the last time it snowed in Florida was like in the 90s. Oh, wow. And it was, like a, it, was like a, it was like a freak weather thing. Isn't it crazy that some people live their whole lives without seeing snow? I mean, it's it is crazy. They just don't know what it is. They've never seen it before. And that's what really separates us here in the United States. Yeah, because we all know what snow is because we're smart. But all those oh, other people, what? There's other people who the way mean doesn't snow in like <laughs> plenty of states. Okay, fair enough. But you know, at least we know what right. it is, because you know. We I mean, watch, I, I mean, I don't know. We watch Seinfeld. We watch, you know, like there's snow on those shows and Friends. Yeah, I've never watched those shows, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like, if coronavirus hits, you know, get used to the snow while you can, because I don't know, maybe it's gonna cause. When coronavirus, <laughs> it's just gonna, it's gonna start snowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, winter is coming. Winter is certainly coming, and if you're not prepared, it will take you by surprise. I mean, but let's get on, like, the main topic at hand here, the the South Carolina debate, dude. I, that was pretty wild, honestly. I don't, did you watch most of it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it, unfortunately. You know, I told myself before this debate happened, I was like, you know, I'm not going to watch this. It's pointless. This is a, it's a media circus, you know? Like, I'm wasting my brain and my time. I was laying in bed. I, like, this is That'd actually... Interesting, though. It was interesting, but th this is actually, like, how much politics has, like, rot my brain. I'm literally laying in bed, like, trying to sleep at 9.30, 10 p.m., and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, tossing and turning. I'm I have cold sweats <laughs> on my body, and, like, I can't uh, sleep, and I pull up my phone. I see a CNN headline saying some something about Bernie on the debate. I'm, like, all right, fine, uh, man. Fuck, fuck it. I'll I have to it. tune in. I mean, you have to. I mean, when you're uh, – because, like, we're both, like, super into politics. I mean, if you don't tune into the debate, like – you're missing the discussion, you know? Yeah. 
Because everyone else is going to be fucking watching it. It's a pointless discussion, but yeah, you're right. Like, I just can't not watch it. <laughs> I can't help it. But I, like, I, I honestly, like, if I fucking said, like, 10 years ago to myself that I'll be fucking discussing politics on a regular basis, I wouldn't believe myself. Yeah, I'd probably fucking shoot I feel myself. Like, yeah, I'm like, politics, dude, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to play with my fidget spinner in my... Uh, I'm just wait. trying to play Minecraft. This was before fidget spinners. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it crazy that fidget spinners came out about the same time that we, you know, lost our innocence? Got born? No, yeah. we lost our innocence, like, around the same time that fidget spinners came out. You know, like, when I was graduating high school... I was a pretty woke child. Out. It was probably before that. Probably, I don't know, like 2017-ish, 2016, you know? It's kind of hard to pinpoint where I lost my innocence. Yeah, I feel like once you lose it, you just, you, you don't even remember what it's like anymore. Yeah, it's you just like, remember like, wow, I used to smile in photos back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have this emotion called joy that people talk about, but I, I don't even remember what that's like anymore. Fuck, man. Fuck. Yeah, oh, were well, we talking about the debate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fuck, yeah. Dude, yeah. Well, how did you sure. feel overall about it, man? I thought it was pretty weak for Bernard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was uh, the crowd was against him, especially when Michael Bloomberg brought most of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's not ridiculous. It came out, I, if anyone doesn't know, it came out like a few, like the day after the debate, basically, that everyone in the crowd minimum paid like two thousand two grand to get in to the fucking that's venue. insane dude so it was a crowd full of rich people basically booing all the progressive but candidates you, i'm surprised you still had bernie supporters in in that crowd and they were allowed to I, I, you were you were able to hear them <laughs> bernie i'm your biggest fan i paid two thousand dollars to come here bernard please <laughs> yeah allow me to suck your big toe oh please bernard give me medicare for it, all yeah I mean, it was a very interesting debate. I feel like this one was probably the most rowdy, though. Yeah, you think? Yeah, that, like, it was, that was just... <laughs> like, Biden, especially Biden even got, like, super triggered that, like, he's like, everyone's talking over time, why <laughs> should fucking I? <laughs> yeah, but he I mean, does this every I? time. Fuck. Like, either fucking do it or don't, old man. Like, stop talking about and it. And then, You're like, yeah, it was over. funny. It was funny, too, because someone's, like, someone was telling Biden, it's like, all right, Biden, it's your time, it's your time. And then Biden got super triggered. He's like, I'll fucking stop talking when I want to stop talking. And then he stopped talking. <laughs> 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 I thought that was fucking hilarious. It was funny, man. I, like, I, it was... It, uh, it, okay, to be fair to the candidates, though, to all of the candidates, to be fair. I'm, I'm glad that Tom Starr was back there, though. I'm, I'm really glad that Tom Starr was back, but a minute 15 is just not enough time. It's kind of like a joke at this point, you know? Asking them right? such a complex question and asking them to respond to you in, like, 60, 70 seconds. Like, it's unbelievable. It's so fucking boring and bad. And, like, of course, right. when you do something like that, you make it where the candidates basically have to do these, like, practiced lines where they're not actually answering the question because they don't have time to answer the question in depth so they just have to say what they've been saying the whole time and not actually add anything new it's a total waste yeah. of time every debate's like the same thing except and i'm surprised like um another reason why this debate was kind of bad is that they didn't even ask a cl question about climate change yeah i saw that and uh like it's that's why I kind of I feel like the value of someone like Steyer on the stage is is worthwhile because he always brings it back to climate change even even though he's kind of annoying, like it's worth it to have him on there. Like, but at the same time though, I saw a study recently that showed that uh, like the mainstream media news has increased their coverage of climate change by like two thirds, sixty six percent based on like last year. 
So that's kind of I mean that's stat. I mean that's really good. I mean it's somewhat good, but it kind of makes me like j- it. You know, the fucking jaded person in me is like, well, they're just doing it now because it gets it makes money. You know, <laughs> because people are talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I because if they were actually that, like, if they actually cared, they would have been talking about it. You know, a decade ago, yeah, even like twenty years ago. Climate change is a hot topic right now. It's like, ooh, climate change. Do you believe in it? I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> do you believe in it, Lib? <laughs> are you a are you a birdie bro or are you a trumpster <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i honestly like it fucking amazes me every fucking time that there's people who are died hard fucking trump fucking trump people like why <laughs> why <laughs> you know like, okay. i don't get it like <laughs> i want to recommend a youtube channel right now that i think is a great like piece of uh I don't know, like research on the mind of a Trump fan. Okay, it's called YouTube.com slash, or or just search this on YouTube. All gas, no brakes. Okay, and I want you to go to his video called Donald Trump Jr. Book Club. Okay, because this really opened my eyes. In this video, <laughs> he goes yeah. around t- talking to fans of Trump, fans of Donald Trump Jr., talking why they like him and Donald stuff like Trump that. Donald Trump Jr. has fans. Yeah, Don Jr., man, he wrote a book called uh, Triggered, <laughs> and, and that was his book title, and, like, people are huge fans of Dude, that of guy him, definitely man. uses 4chan. Oh, for sure, dude. He's on 8chan. He was probably planning the fucking, like, Sandy... Wait, should I say this song? Whoa. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Never mind. Allegedly. Parody. Parody. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move swiftly on from that topic, but, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, like you're saying, though, it does blow my mind. People are, like, huge fans of him. He's got this cult personality thing going on. It's what people say Damn. about Bernie, but it's not actually true about Bernie, you know? Yeah, he's, like, literally just the, the worst person ever. Yeah, what do you think about this narrative about Bernie bros saying, like, basically, you know, socialism is, like, a white man thing that, you know, like, they care about because they're privileged and stuff like that. Do you, do you agree with that narrative, or what? do you think that's ridiculous? Um, that like socialism is uh is just like a white man thing. Yeah, it's like not accessible to the average person. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm a a brown man, a man of color. So I mean, I mean, just, I guess like yeah, I can see the argument for it. it's like oh, since you have so much more time on your hands to like actually research politics and like uh, I don't know, find the the best one that suits you. Uh, I guess you can make an argument somehow. Yeah, but I, but I don't really agree with that. I mean, yeah, but I would argue. That, I feel like, like socialism is common sense. Really. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that is the common person's politics, basically. Like, if you're a common person, like you probably gravitate. Like, you just might not have the word for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you. <laughs> like, you you may not know what it's called or what it is, but like, you generally lean towards that as like a worker. You know, no matter what your political mm. education is. I thought it was uh, kind of spicy in the in the. Um, debate that they brought up uh, Bernie's uh, Moscow controversy. Oh, his uh, honeymoon yeah. in Moscow? <laughs> his uh, so his fucking, you know, Russia is trying to help uh, Bernie win this election. What do you think about that? Do you do you have any theories on that? Because I, I have a, I have I a gen- theory of my, uh, my own. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I generally, I genuinely don't know. Like, when I saw that news came out, but like, when I saw that headline, my heart kind of sunk a little bit. I'm like, God, they're really going to fucking turn this on us, you know? Like, uh, this is going to be it. Yeah. This is going to sink him. And, like, luckily, I was p- very wrong about that. Like, I constantly get surprised by voters in this country basically, like, not shaking, you know, at, in the face of, to like... fake news, dude. Exactly. Like, it, it, 
like when you when someone like Trump gets elected, you kind of lose your faith in like the world. You know, you're like, oh my god, yeah. if you can fall for this, like what can you fall for? So I kind of thought that <laughs> yeah. when this happened, like I was like, yeah. well, that's it, Bernie's done. But I was luckily wrong. And but I don't know what my theory is though. I'm not sure. Like, what purpose would they have to vote for him? A lot of libs are saying like they want the party to be divided, but I don't agree with that narrative because I don't think Bernie is dividing the party. I think that he's actually the unitary, uh, the unity candidate. Yeah. I think most people agree with him. So if their goal was to divide the Democratic Party to make Trump more likely to win, Bernie is like the last person they should try to help. But really, they should be trying to help Bloomberg. But he yeah. doesn't need the help. So I'm confused exactly what they're doing. And if the, if yeah. it truly is true that that they My... want him to win. My theory on that is that it's fucking those big corporations, the people that Bernie's going after, making this like fucking false claims on Bernard. <laughs> like funneling money through like Russian shell companies to fucking take him down in the US? Yeah, to like, look, he's working with Russia. Remember Russia? Communism. He's remember, guys? Russia? <laughs> Does anyone remember he's this? A, he's a fucking communist, you know, like he's fucking working with Russia. You know, like I type shit. I would not put that above them, man. Like they're ready to fight dirty for this. Yeah, dude. And like this, this is like one of the steps that they're fucking making to try to take down fucking Bernard and shut him down. Yeah. Did you see his response to it though? Basically, like him saying. Yeah, he basically that, said, uh, "I fuck Putin." Yeah, like I don't care what Putin wants. Like the American people want me. That was like the perfect answer to that question yeah. because, like, at the end of the day. The truth, like, I don't want to sound like, you know, everyone, like, uh, you know, both sides kind of person, but, like, literally, the United States does this in almost every country. Like, any country that's not, any country that's below us or that relies on us Dude, in some we way. We fucking every, we have our hands on every fucking pocket. Exactly. Like, just go back to even just the 90s. Like, look at fucking, um, that, that Russian guy, fuck, I can't remember his name right now, but you guys know who I'm talking about. Like, that, that guy in the 90s that the U.S. specifically wanted to win and supported him during their election, like, post- post ussr like we practically elected that guy in russia so you know i find it hard to believe that people are so against this uh, foreign election meddling when they openly praised it in the 90s and even after that like in the middle east i when mean we that's put why i don't know if uh when it's uh, struggling right now because i don't really keep up to that stuff but remember when they were fucking like rioting in venezuela like yeah. that was because one um, yeah i mean i don't know the, the fucking president's name but it was because, like, they basically, it was like, a, you know, the fucking capitalist versus fucking, like, socialist like, guy fucking going against each other. Yeah. And the the capitalist lost, but he was still the president. Like, he right. like, made him win. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. that was all the hubbub about. And, like, people, you, you were either that guy's fucking guy or the, you were the, the guy who was actually supposed to win. Exactly. And, like, the th that's the thing about it, too, is, like, the, the right wing tries to push this narrative that, like, no socialist has ever, like, won a popular vote or something like that. And But then when you, like... You, your brain just fucking splits in half when you look at somewhere like Venezuela where they el popularly elect a socialist and the United States actively works to put in like a far right extremist like how do you react to something like that you know yeah and like those people fucking rioted because they didn't get the, the you know the, the person in office that should have won and I think that segues into our next discussion about how 100 super yeah, are yeah. playing to rat fuck Bernie if they do this, man, it is over. Like, it is done with. Like, I'm not trying to say anything specific, but, like, <laughs> fuck, man. God. I'm ready to go <laughs> off, dude. Like, these people, they cannot uh, do this to us. I will not so fucking funny. allow it.
It's so funny, like a, po- a couple podcast episodes ago, you probably would have heard us saying like, you know, you know, we're socialists, but, you know, we don't think about we don't think about bloody <laughs> revolutions all the time. Yeah. But like, listen to us fucking now. Dude, I know. Jesus. Yeah. So like for anyone who doesn't know, basically like the superdelegate system, which we talked about in a previous episode, so I won't bore you with the details. But like if you know what the superdelegates are, basically a lot of them, specifically one guy in Texas or in sorry, in Tennessee um, got like caught quote unquote i say caught because it's not against the rules for him to do this but which is part of the problem but basically like he's taking he's a healthcare industry lobbyist who is actively pushing like anti-medicare for all um like rhetoric and he's basically openly trying to recruit people to vote against sanders if he wins the nomination and like in other words if you vote for him on tuesday like if you live in one of the super tuesday states or if you voted for him already or if you're going to vote for him in the future there is a chance that these people will not even bother to count your vote and instead count the vote of a special interest group of like 300 individuals most of them are rich and powerful and wealthy and influential and they're going to subvert the will of the democracy that we live in and if you are a democrat and you accept that i just want to i just want to get to know you on a fucking personal level i want you to explain to me how you can possibly be okay with that you know yeah it's honestly the most it's like the most fucked up thing ever and that like this is actually happening and then like they're openly rapping uh, rat fucking us dude yeah like what do you do david like what do we do in that situation if they actually do this and they take the convention from bernie if he wins i'm assuming he wins right i, I mean, mean because uh, if he doesn't win that's one thing but if he wins and they take it what do we even do in that situation I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know anymore. And, like, probably me a year ago would have said, like, I probably wouldn't do anything. Or, like, you know, it's like, you know, what am I supposed to do? But, like, Bernie's supporters, like, they're like they're, they're different from Biden's supporters. They're different from uh, Pete, Amy, Warren supporters. They're fucking out here, and they're fucking crazy, and they're fucking yeah. wild, dude. They're ready to pop like, off. They're young, they're yeah. able, and they're fucking angry. You know? Honestly. I agree. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to say do anything crazy, but, like, if something crazy happens, I'll fucking be there. That's all I'm saying. Like, because it just, it's not possible to exist in a democracy and also have institutions like this where they can just cheat and not care what we vote for, you know? Like, it's just, they can't coexist. Yeah. And, you know, if you're if you're a true-blooded American who, like, loves this country for some fucking weird reason, like, this is basically the one thing good about America is the fact that we get to vote and vote for who we want yeah and the votes actually matter and like you know they don't matter as much as they should but at least they matter somewhat and like if we don't have that yeah. what the fuck and do we just, have yeah and they're just like totally overruling us i mean we have an oligarchy at that point yeah the rich decide what's best for the rest of the people yeah i mean it's already like that but to do it so nakedly like that just means so that they, they don't fear us anymore like they should I mean, honestly, this could be a good thing, too, because I feel like everyone agrees that, like, if whoever wins the vote, whoever gets the majority vote should get the nomination and they should, you know, they should win. Right. And to just I feel like most people can agree on that. You know, the centrist, like fucking even people on the right. Right. Yeah. That is the one thing that I think most people do agree on. And like, that's why, like, I've seen a lot of stuff online and like, I don't know exactly how people feel about it everyday people who aren't into politics like we are like who are not totally inundated with this shit but like what i've seen online is people people of all colors like pete Buttigieg supporters warren supporters you know amy supporters everyone basically saying like of course whoever wins the most votes even if it's bernie should win and if they cheat 
like I'm not going to vote for a Democrat ever again. You know, and like these are people that yeah. are voting for Pete Buttigieg saying that. So like if if those people are saying that, imagine what the fucking Bernie supporters will think or do if you take this shit away from him after he earns it, you know? Like yeah. I, I I can't imagine what the response to that would be. I certainly would never vote for a Democrat again and like and I would be looking to some other party to take its place. And you know, I already think that should happen, but if they yeah, do this to I mean, Bernie, like it's solid, you know, it's a little I mean the saddest thing is I don't believe that Bernie Sanders would try to run still yeah if he got rat fucked like fucking most the fuck out this shit i don't think he would do that yeah it, he should though like just to be clear like if if bernie gets rat fucked he i believe that he has a moral obligation to run a third party campaign like obviously he never would because he's kind of a lib but you know like, i mean i mean if he agreed i don't know if he agrees the same way i mean you agree with fucking for bernie or bust right i, I think bernie's more of a always blue type guy yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, it, can't it, for Hillary, it makes it see. makes no difference for us who are Bernie or bust because we already believe that if Bernie doesn't get this nomination, the Dems will lose to Trump. Correct. Yes, exactly. That's really the ticket right there is, and that's the narrative that I think that you you people like you and me need to run with, like basically saying like it's not about getting Bernie in office, which truly it is, but you can use this narrative though. It's not actually about getting Bernie in office. It's the fact that we don't think anyone else can beat Trump. That's the thing. Like, are you going to get excited for Pete Buttigieg? Are you going to get excited for Amy Klobuchar or Bloomberg? Like, no, of course not. But people are excited about Bernie. So that's our best chance of beating Trump, I think. And, like, libs are susceptible to that argument, too. So I think it's a good argument to make. Yeah, it's like, because, you know, the the fucking uh, Bernie or bust may be a little too fucking much for these libs nowadays, dude. They're like, oh, you won't vote blue no matter who. Yeah, well, people are still... I feel like that's a big contention right now between the fucking leftists, this (laughs) uh, blue no matter who thing. Yeah, people are still, they really want to hug this idea that, like, there is some greater purpose to all of this. Like, our our system, it's always going to work out in the end, you know what I mean? Like, the the will of the people, like, will always come, come come out on top. But th- that's just not true. And, like, if you understand history and you're engaged in any way, you you probably understand that. And that's why people like us, like, to us, this is, like, I don't want to, like, this is kind of hyperbolic, but, like, a life or death, quote-unquote, struggle. Life or death, politically speaking. Like, it is that important to us because we don't see it as, like, a, you know, it's we don't see it as it's going to work out in the end. <laughs> we see it as we have to fucking fight for it to work out if we want it. And if we fail, then we lose everything. So... <laughs> I don't know. I'm really interested to see how this works out, and I hope that Bernie has the spine and the will to run a third-party campaign if he needs to. I hope that he doesn't even need to, and I hope they don't rat-fuck him like they're saying they're going to, but if, if they do, I hope that Bernie does not let us down. Yeah, because that's we the only reason now. why I th- think that Bernie isn't hiding a power level. I really wish he was hiding his communist power level and that it was actually fucking more radical than we think it is. But like this, uh, you know, the blue no matter who, is is my reason why I don't think he's, you know, as, for, you know, you know, he's just, you know, he's who he who he says he is. Yeah, well, that was hard to get out. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. Like, it's important as a leftist, like, not to have any illusions about what Bernie Sanders is. Like, he is not the end. He's the beginning of a new type of politics in this country. Like, if your if your goal begins and ends with Bernie Sanders then like yeah you might win but you're that's not enough like the point is you have to keep going beyond bernie and there's something more than bernie that will hopefully come eventually yeah um honestly i've ha- i'm having hopes for andrew yang maybe he gets a little older a little wiser yeah and, you know the next four years 
maybe in eight years. You know, uh, I have high hopes for him. Really. Yeah, he's gonna pull a Peter Dow and just totally flip like to to a hard socialist man. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to have faith in a fucking like millionaire, you know, tech mogul to flip to socialism. But like that's the thing about Yang is I feel like he's so close. <laughs> you know, like he's one so step close. away from a full blown Marxist. You know. <laughs> you know, he's like, man, dude, these fucking. He's always he's always with uh, what's hip, you know. It's fucking H H D podcast, fucking weeds cool boys. And he's like, oh, man, fucking socialism's rad. I hate that that's what politics is. Like, it's just like a fad. But, I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> unfortunately. That's how they get those fucking... That's how you get the young voters, dude. Yep. And that's how you hopefully get some other people to fucking come out and vote. Absolutely. Get excited to vote. Honestly, it's so shocking how, like... Like, 30% of the population votes, you know? I mean, I understand, like, some people, like, they are just, like, they make it impossible for them to fucking show up and vote. Yeah, but a lot of people just choose not to, which is the crazy I mean, part. I mean, yeah, they choose not to because they don't see it as a big deal. Right. It's like, well, fucking, you know, you know, so, you know, new person in the office every four years, well, I don't fucking care, you know? Let me, I gotta fucking, I gotta pay this rent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my heart breaks for those people, but... I don't know, like, there's sacrifices that need to be made. Like, I feel like it's worth it. It's like a common talking point, the one that you're saying, where people are like, mm. you know, um, I want to worry about the end of the world, but right now I'm worried about the end of the month, you know? Yeah. But I think that the way that we overcome that is by having a network of people to help each other out. Because, like, if you have a, a group of people who are all working together in solidarity with one another, like, you can help to provide each other with those basic needs, yeah. That so that you, way you don't have to rely on the you don't have such a burden class. to carry. Correct. Yeah. Like if you remove yourself from the capitalist class, like you you no longer rely on them. It's a lot easier to to fight against them. You know. But uh, I mean, that's all I have for politics this this episode. Yeah. You actually, you know, breaking news from from Poland. Really. Yeah. So okay, you know. Everyone on this show knows we're, we're video game fans. We're gamers. Okay. Uh, gamers, and, bro. And so there's this game, Counter-Strike, you probably heard of. We love. We played all, oh, yeah, we used to play it all the time. So you know that there's actually a huge tournament going on in, in Katowice, Poland right now. Oh, and is it a major? I don't think it's a major. It's an Intel Extreme Masters ESO tournament thing. Oh, uh, that's a lot of words. But yesterday, the day the doors were supposed to open, the governor of Cilicia announced that the venue would not be allowed to have people in there because of the coronavirus <laughs> wow that's yeah. crazy so like tens no of thousands of people bought tickets and flew to poland to attend this this uh event and they're they're being barred from coming in wow that's insane like they, they does the this poland the country thing it's like a like this major is a health risk yeah because basically like and like actually, I kind is, of agree. I kind of agree with it, too. Because, like, if you think about something like Counter-Strike, right? Like, they have fans all over the world. Fans from America, Poland, like, UK, all the Scandinavian countries, China, China Asia, everywhere. You know. So, like, even if 99.9% .9 of those people do not, aren't even in contact, aren't even possibly in contact with people with coronavirus. Let's say just, like, two or three are. Like, if they infect two or three like people each. oh my god yeah you're right like like when those people every, go back to their home countries yeah, they're bringing it back yeah exactly so actually i god, kind bringing of agree. it back to corona yeah yeah but it's Corona's really sad. dangerous dude it's, it is i mean well i don't know if it's super dangerous but like it's dangerous it's because of how thing easy it is right to now. spread it's the it's the 2020 like ebola 
Yeah, the 2020 bird flu. Or, yeah, yeah, Ebola is actually a better example because, like, if you live in a place like America, it's probably actually not going to matter that much, but it still scares the shit out of people. Imagine flying you know. to Poland and just not being allowed to go. Yeah, that sucks. Like, like you have a ho- you, it's like you have to, like, book a hotel, in, like, in advance, and then, like, you have to buy your fucking plane tickets, and, like, traveling to Poland is, like, going to be a super fucking expensive plane ticket. And then, like, you might have called off work for this as well. And so, like, you just used up your vacation days. Like, you may get reimbursed for, like, a couple of things. But yeah, they're going to refund You lost those vacation tickets. days. Yeah. You know, like, you lost those vacation days. You lost, like, you know, uh, your opportunity, I guess, to go. But honestly, it's a, it's a smart, it's just probably the smart play. Yeah, it's smart, but it sucks that it happened so, like, immediately before. Because it literally happened the day that they were supposed to open. Like, that's so fucking sad. You know? <laughs> Because yeah. if they'd done it like months ago, people can cancel their hotels, they can cancel their plane tickets and stuff. Maybe make some of them. Because you're al- you're already fucking you're already there. Yeah, exactly. And you're supposed you're to be like there for like a week. <laughs> like you're probably like you know the other day you got to your hotel, you like you're fucking packed in, you know you go to bed, you know morning after. Oh yeah, by the way, this event's canceled. <laughs> That's so uh, I'm in fuck, uh, dude. I bet you some people are profiting right now from this shit. It's like, hey, uh, you might have missed the CS:GO event, but also <laughs> we're open right. Right now what's up you know <laughs> what's it do in poland um i'm not sure eat uh what are they eating poland borscht po- poland national food among the well-known po- polish national dish is our beagles pierogi kielbasa pierogi. pork alone cutlet shmogoi, breaded cutlet uh pierogi. yeah so what's a bread. pierogi pierogi is it a filled dumpling of Central and Eastern European origin, oh, origin yeah, made by yeah, wrapping pierogies. unleavened dough around savory or sweet filling. So Sounds basically a dumpling. Dude, the fucking European palate is so fucking weird. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we like fucking like fermented fucking fish and like that smells fucking disgusting, tastes nasty. And like there's no fucking flavor in anything. No flavor and no nutritional value. We just like <clears throat> suffering basically. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's fun for us. Yeah. What's that fish that, like, it's so smelly that you're not allowed to open it, like, in public? I think it's called looped fisk or something. Wait, is it looped fisk? I don't know. <laughs> uh, dude, why in, like, the early 2000s, like, or maybe in the 90s, like, people fucking saw, like, Europe as, like, this very fucking, like, like the stereotype, the stereotypical European was, like, this fucking party person who had like a a weird ass accent and they were like le- liberal like super li- you know what i'm talking about and they're like they, they might even be a homosexual <laughs> yeah with the color like you know what i'm talking about piercings. yeah like with yeah. like fucking a bowl cut and shit yeah like a gray bowl cut <laughs> yeah I know like, why exactly was that why was that a stereotype dude <laughs> It's just because they see it as like a, you know, like a different fucking place. Like they're so different than us. <laughs> oh yeah, for healthcare. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, socialism. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and they're like they're fucking so sexually advanced. Are they? Are, are like, I mean, is that true? Like, is no. fucking sex like not a big deal? No, of course not. Everyone is fucking conservative in the world, basically. <laughs> Like, Fuck. no, that's another thing I was thinking of recently. Did you know that it's illegal to marry more than one person in the United States? Uh, no, actually, I didn't know that. Isn't that, does that not seem weird to you that, like, that's illegal? Doesn't that seem like it should be against um, the Constitution? Uh, not that it that definitely matters, seems but. weird. I mean, yeah, it definitely seems weird. Um, I, honestly, I don't, uh, 
I think we talked about this. I think I said something about like for tax reasons. I think I said. Oh really? Uh, I mean. I mean, I mean that's what I think for like tax reasons. I don't because I know you fucking like taxes are different when you're married. Yeah, but like, why? Why can I, they make it illegal know. to marry two people, but not illegal to marry one? Like, I feel like when they legalize gay marriage, kind of that tangentially should have legalized all forms of marriage, including polygamy, because they basically their decision was that the government should not be allowed to determine who you can marry. But that kind of mm. isn't true because they always they've done that forever. How many people you can marry? Exactly. Like, what's the difference between that? I'm not saying like polygamy is some amazing thing, but I'm just saying like, who are we to say that you shouldn't be allowed to do that? You know? Yeah. What I what I hear happens is like they marry a person, and then they divorce, and then they marry the next wife, and they divorce so they can get the last name still. Right. Yeah, and then they just divorce, and then you know they get to the last wife, and I guess they stay married, but you know they still have their, their group. Yeah, that's what Mormons do, I think. Like they do those marriages, like they do it all on the same day too, where they like get married and then get divorced like in immediately after, and then just marry the <laughs> next person, which is kind of fucking epic when you think about it. I mean, fuck it, bro. If you want to have eight wives. You know, if you want to have fucking, you know, six wives and four husbands, I mean, fuck it, man. Yeah. By the way, the, the do, fish yeah. I was thinking of is called Sir Stroming. It Sir is Stroming. during the production, just enough salt is used to prevent the raw herring from rotting while allowing it to ferment for at least six months. It is apparently a newly, according to a Japanese study, a newly opened can of Sir Stroming has one of the most putrid food smells in the world even stronger than similarly fermented fish dishes such as the Korean, oh god, hango hayu, or Japanese kusai. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping you pronounce that correctly. <laughs> oh, I definitely did it. I don't know Korean. That's embarrassing, dude. I hate when like something's in a language I fucking don't speak and I like butcher it. You only need to learn like a little bit of a language to be able to pronounce shit that is in that language, though. So like, it really shows how little I know when I can't even pronounce like the most basic yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, I wish uh, I you know knew more languages other than English and a little Spanish. Yeah, but you know, I feel like it, I don't know. I just have a thing where like, if I don't fucking if I'm not getting at it in like 24 hours, like <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. You know, I hate that. <laughs> life's rough man yeah speaking of languages though i've actually been recently wanting to learn sign language because yeah i know dude you've been on that shit you asked me and i I said no i shut you down yeah that's why do you need why do you need a partner because how the fuck am i supposed to practice by myself what am i just gonna sign to myself no one knows sign language i don't know any deaf people that's the thing Mm. but like the reason i I want a girlfriend yeah but she's not deaf (laughs) she hears she's only deaf when she when she wants to be (laughs) Yeah, no, but what's the, what's the difference? Fair enough, I guess. Yeah, I'll just get her to learn it. Just be like, learn sign language or I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah. the, the best relationship is or full else. of ultimatums. <laughs> <laughs> or else. Yeah, I just feel like, bl- oh. like oh, I almost said blind people, but deaf people, like, they get they never get to talk to anyone, you know? Like, I was thinking, like, okay, I'm a pretty anxious person, you know? Like, I don't like talking to people. You know, I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I have friends. And right? I love like, friends. when you're, when you have to, like, learn sign language, I mean... Or if, like, you're mute. 
and you have to right. use sign language to speak to other people. Yeah, you can't talk like, to like, anyone. You already, like, already, like, you want to, like, it's already bad that, like, you might be, like, an introvert and, like, have trouble already speaking exactly. out. But now, like, you have to force people to pay attention to you so they can read your sign. Not only that, but yeah. most people won't understand you anyway. So, like, the amount yeah. of people that you can talk to, it's almost like being in a foreign country and not speaking the language, except you are, you do speak the language and you can understand them. They, they just can't talk back. I feel like that must be so yeah. lonely. So like, I was just recently been thinking like it would be cool to learn sign language and just be able to surprise. Dude, I I'm so uh, bad at reading lips. Like um, when I was uh, working as a, a cashier, the fucking slinging pizzas, like a mute customer like came up and he was like trying to order something. Yeah. But I'm so bad at reading lips, and he was like trying so hard to That's like so like lip out to me like that he wanted to get a pepperoni pizza. They had to whip out his phone and write it down. That's so, I so fucking sad. Him, dude. I, did you feel like really bad about that? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, you wanted a fucking pepperoni pizza? I'm so fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> how do I like how do I not know what that you know like that looks like when someone's trying to say yeah you know say it. That's so uh, that's so bad. sad, but like it's not your fault, but it's still really sad. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, like um, the thing about like being deaf too is like people just don't even try to like help you. You know, they're just like, oh, you're deaf. It's it's almost like you do speak a foreign oh, it's language. Like, oh. They just ignore oh, you. You're, you're deaf. <laughs> yeah, uh, you like and you like you like look around. Yeah, they want no sign language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, you like look at the person and then like, you just fucking they just fucking walk away. <laughs> deaf ass bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck out yeah. of my face. Dude, I really want a drone. A drone, like an yeah, Amazon like, delivery drone. No, no, like a, a drone with a camera on it. Like I've been talking to, I've been talking to Grunt, I've been talking to Matt, dude. I, I'm really looking into getting a drone, dude. Why? Like, what, I'm just thinking about all the. Within you. I, I mean, I don't know, dude. It was like I wasn't even looking at drone footage or anything like that. I was just like, dude, how cool it would be if I had a drone that, like, somehow I can hook it up to my computer, and like, you know, throw it outside my window, and I could like. You know, could see the highway. You know, sell that footage to like news uh, people. Fucking, like, I got some. If there's ever like a high speed chase, <laughs> like yeah, dude. Or like, fuck, dude. Let's cut to the drone cam, and then I could fucking you know, let's do a perimeter scan of my of my property, and then I'd be able to fucking do that. If we ever do live podcast though, like if people start listening to it, they're gonna instantly figure out where you live. <laughs> Just come. Oh uh, yeah, they're like, huh? That see, I I recognize that fucking uh, that light right there. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's a fucking, uh, there's a cow fucking, uh, cows over there. Yeah. We fucking, we got them, boys. And then they send me a hundred pizzas. Yeah, hell yeah. That what do you good, do, man. I mean? You just say, sorry, I didn't order that. Actually, sorry, though, like, what would you do if someone ordered I mean, like 20 pizzas? I mean, I would say, I mean, bro, I didn't order any pizzas. And they're like, bro, it says the address. For, what's your name? David, they said David Morales. And I'm like, well, fuck, bro, I'm, I'm sorry. David, I guess I'm, I'm David I'm, Morales. <laughs> I guess I ordered I mean, a pizza. I mean, depends what pizzas they are, though. Yeah, if it's Loop like, Fisk, if, nah. If they no ordered thanks. me like a hundred Hawaiians, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to. What back you don't home. like a Hawaiian pizza, man? What the fuck's I wrong mean, with you? It's just, I mean, I understand the fucking the the salt and the sweet, and I mean the salt and the fucking yeah. umami, uh, like. I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense to me on a pizza. All right, man. That's a really. That's probably the most controversial take you've had on really? the show. Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, Knight of the Pineapples? Oh, for sure, dude. 
I feel like uh, if you can't uh, handle pineapple pizza, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I can handle it, but like, I don't I'm not. Can. I mean, I fucking, I've had Hawaiians. Like, I'm not gonna fucking throw up in my mouth over a Hawaiian. All like, right. I'm not as fucking. A it Hawaiian sounds like your, your blood's hater. boiling pretty hard. All right, because <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking triggering me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll eat a Hawaiian, dude, but I'm not gonna fucking order one. All right. All right, man. Whatever you say. And so if you order a hundred fucking pizzas to my house, better not make them Hawaiian. <laughs> Just send me a, a simple, okay. you know, a cheese pizza will do. But yeah, dude, a drone. I want a drone. Drone, I feel like drone would be cool as fuck to have. And like, I was looking, drones are fucking expensive as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. And like, you got to get them registered with the fucking, like, you know, the air control and shit, dude. I think that's only, like, if you're above a certain height or something, right? Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to fucking soar. I'm trying to go to outer space, bro. <laughs> I yeah, want to get a drone. I also worry about is getting it shot down. By whom? By just people who just want to fucking shoot a drone down. <laughs> do people fucking do that? Yeah, dude, people, like, that's a, just a normal thing. Like, people shoot down drones. Why? <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with drones? I'm confused. Because, like, the, the South Park episode, bro, like, of the, you know, the drone fucking, like, you know, peeping on people. Oh, my God. And, like, people's privacy and shit. They'll shoot that shit down. South Park actually unironically informs people's fucking political views in this country. I think it'd be interesting. Probably If would. I start streaming, bro, I have a drone cam. <laughs> let's go to the drone cam. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to, let's get some, <laughs> some drone, uh, back to commercials. <laughs> Fuck. That would be the, the fucking... Cut to commercials, the fucking roll footage. Yeah. Did I love, like, film? Like, that's, like, uh, you know, God, this is very just, like, out of, no, out of nowhere. I'm All sorry. Right, you know, uh, Falling, uh, that music video by, uh, you know, the, you know what I'm talking about, right? Fuck, I don't remember his name. No. Fuck, now I have to Google. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by Trevor Daniel. Oh, okay. That song. Sure, I love, I love, like, for the music video, I love, like, uh, the B-rolls that it has, and it's, like, just, like, like, something that's just really weird, like, like, he's, like, just floating, or something like that, or, like, even, like, where he's sitting in this bed, it's pretty fun, cool. Would you ever want to like, do, like, would you, you seem to lately have been really interested in music videos, you want to talk I? a little bit? Yeah, like, like, would you ever see yourself being, like, a music video director? Um, dude, I don't know anything about fucking film to be honest with you. Yeah, but like, do you I ever? Just, I think it's, yeah, I think it's cool. Do you ever like feel uh, awakened from within whenever you watch a music video and you're like, wow, this really just perfectly, you know? This I don't is know. Exactly I just like. Uh, I think it's interesting that people can are able to like capture this sort of vibe in a music video, and that's impressive. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it, but like, I guess I it'd be, it would be cool to do it. Also, Trevor Daniel looks a lot like Lil Peep, just without the tattoos. Yeah? Yeah. Honestly, I think it's kind of interesting that, like, TikTok has, like, is kind of, like, making, like, these smaller artists, like, super popular because of, like, memes and shit. Yeah. No, actually, though, I think it's cool because, like, there's a lot of good music I've unironically been introduced to from fucking TikTok memes. Yeah, and like I like yeah, I've found so much good music. Like unironically, a lot of good music from like fucking watching these shitty TikTok, TikTok yeah. compilations at three. I'm like, in the wait, morning. that was, I'm like, wait, that was a banger. Like, let me fucking sham wow this shit. <laughs> let me sham wow this shit, bro. 
You know the fuck. I don't know yes, what the app's called. The Shazam. Uh, yeah, Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of fucking good music, and I, like that makes me wonder, like, if you have a lot of money, like, and like you want to be an artist, right? You want to be yeah. like, like you know, you want to produce music or you want to make music, right? If you have enough money, could you just make yourself famous? Even oh, if, for sure. Yeah, yeah. This is like, exactly what Ariana Grande did, dude. Her, her dad, like, I think we talked about this, but her dad, like, yeah, we talked bought about out a venue, basically. Like, when she was first starting out and, like, no one knew who she was, he would buy out, like, huge venues for her to perform in, and that's how she got started. And I'm not I'm not saying anything about her music. I don't care one way or the other, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you have money, it's it's a lot easier to fucking blow yeah, up. Yeah, like, even if you're not good, I think, too. Like, yeah. you could blow up by being shit. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, you know, by being shit and like people like like Friday for for example. Well, that was kind of like a that Rebecca, was like a viral sensation though. Like that, I wouldn't say that that was because her parents were rich. Like that was kind of like a thing that blew up because people wanted to make fun of her, which is kind of like weird. But yeah, no, but that's the you know she. I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know if she's wealthy or not. It's like the you're wealthy and you make something shit and like it blows up. Yeah, I don't I can't know. I believe that was eight years ago. 2012 is a wild fucking year. It kind of meant, like, this might be a really basic take, but, like, it really makes me respect Eminem, you know, the rapper? Because, uh, like, I'm aware of uh, that small time rapper, Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, his story of, like, coming up from nothing, literally from nothing, like, to yeah. being probably the most famous artist of all time, at, at one point at least like is very interesting and cool to me like i'm not saying i don't want to like encourage that kind of celebrity worship and things like that and pretend like that's possible for the average person but like that is really inspiring that he was able to do that and like pull yeah. it off he's a i mean he's i would say he's an inspiration to like a lot of people who are like really poor and like like you know they know that there's a chance yeah like he says in his fucking song bro all you have is a dream and a fucking rap magazine bro yeah, I mean, would I would you consider him an idol though? Like, is this someone you should nah. be looking up to? No, because he's like, I mean, like maybe nowadays he's better, but like back in back when he was like mega fucking famous, like he was when definitely he was not a good person. Dan was yeah. fucking deep, and like you know he was a uh, slim shady. Yeah, because he, I mean, he, but at the same time he was like addicted to drugs, and like he was had like a bad domestic situation. I mean, like I don't know. I, don't Dude, really I like, feel like that era, like, um. Like, I feel like a lot of famous people go through that era, and like that's when do they die in that like? Yeah. Do they die and become like you know the famous twenty one? Is, is that the age right? Something like that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the, the age where all a bunch of famous people die because they yeah. die from like drugs and shit. Yeah, drugs, overdose, or whatever. Like Amy Whitehouse. Uh, twenty seven. Oh, was it twenty seven? The twenty seven club. Yeah. Like, and that's where, like, either you fucking, you die, and you die, like, a young, uh, famous person, or you, like, you grow old, and no one knows who you are anymore. Yeah. And by old, you, of course, mean, like, 30. <laughs> because, yeah. like, because this yeah, shit, like, literally that's comes like the, and goes. That's the Hollywood fucking, like, age of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like the stripper age of retirement, man. Like, that shit does not last very long. <laughs> Dude, strippers make a lot of money, though. Oh hell yeah, man! I'm all they for make, stripping. They make fat fucking banks. Like if I could be a stripper, I would be a stripper. Yeah, it's weird because like on one hand I'm like, okay, stripping is actually like it's cool because women can like take control of their body. I mean, men do it too, but predominantly women. Like women can take control of their bodies and like 
take control of their sexuality to make money but then at the same time it's yeah. like most people that are strippers are doing it because they literally have no other way to fucking make money which is yeah, probably dude, bad you, i mean you make fucking bank though yeah. you make like thousands a night and oh, yeah. it's it's crazy is it worth like, it like uh did you see um a post malone just giving out like fucking a box full of cash I like once to like throw out and he was yeah. so fucking fucked out of his mind yeah that i was, was like so... yo can i have one post can i have one and then he just hands like, him a fucking wad of cash <laughs> yeah what do you do do you fucking throw that at the strip like did you see that picture like the strippers were like uh ankle deep in fucking ones like in that <laughs> like their stadium thing I was like, God, how much fucking money's on the floor, and who, like, who decides whose money's who, and like, do they distribute it, or like, is it <laughs> equally? I think they like, distribute. The it, yeah. I know, but does not like for me why that wouldn't make sense is because you know there's like uh like this. I mean, I don't know. What if, if you're like, the most popular stripper in the yeah, place? Yeah, what if you're the most popular stripper yeah. and, you fu- and you and you know it because you're a bad bitch and you're yeah. like, I should get a bigger cut of like yeah. what was on the floor. You're like, okay, mister, I'm a bad bitch. My pussy be popping. I feel like I should get a bigger cut of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of weird. It's kind of like, like, yeah. like when Who servers like at restaurants get paid like huge tips, but then the busboys like don't get anything. And they're like, okay, that's kind of fucked up because like I'm doing most – like I'm doing a ton of the work. And like you're just getting all the money because you're the person in Dude, the front. Dude, you don't know how many times I felt like that when I was a busser. <laughs> <laughs> when I was it's working so true, as a busser. Because like – my server will get like a hundred dollar tip yeah and i'm like yeah, i'm getting two dollars with that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm the person resetting your tables you know I'm the reason why you have these tables yeah i don't know it's i don't i don't, I don't know if it's a fucked way to think because also like they're dealing with all the bullshit too even you know they deal with the bullshit and the good shit yeah no i like so, unironically though this know. is a real take not not a joke i really think that like owners of restaurants they want you to think <sighs> that way like they want you to think you know, it's fucked up that they want you to be mad at your servers because they're yeah, not yeah, mad yeah. at them for not paying you enough. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, what I thought, I had like a revolutionary fucking plan that I know wasn't going to happen. Yeah. That and <clears throat> that we should get paid more. Like, so there was a, a problem at the restaurant was like servers like weren't able to run food fast because, you know, it's like a lot of food to bring to your table. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let us busters you know become food runners as well to their servers because you know you'd get like a couple servers you might like pick up two or three servers for the night and like we'll run their food and we'll bust for them and we'll just like make more hourly because we were only making like 550 hourly and that would solve the problem and because like the thing is like food runners like if you were a food runner at this time you would make bank because you're you get to collect um minimum one percent from all servers and you got money from like uh, basically, uh, like so that was like shit some money that you were getting already from all the servers on the floor, and you were getting paid ten dollars hourly, like or like ten fifty hourly, something like that. So you were making bank, like you were yeah. making like a hundred and twenty bucks plus ten dollars an hour, like Damn. a daily. And all that shit's unclaimed. Fuck the government. Yeah, I'm a yeah. socialist, but I don't pay taxes, and I'm <laughs> voting for John. Oh, uh, what's his name? Mulaney. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> John Mulaney. <laughs> that's exactly right. All right. Anyway. Oh, uh, God. I mean, let's, to... uh, I mean, I'm, I, I don't have anything else to talk about. If you have anything else to talk about, let's no, get no, into let's... this uh, philosophy. If not, Hell yeah, boy. Let's do it. You know, uh, I want to, want to hit these, uh, moral dilemmas this week. So, you know, we're going to go through a couple more dilemmas. We're going to discuss them 
and that's what we're going to be doing for this week of philosophy. So looking at number one right now, let me read this out to you. You're an inmate in a consecra- uh, concentration camp. A sadistic guard's about to hang your son who tried to escape and wants you to pull the chair from underneath him. He says that if you don't, he'll not only kill your son, but some other innocent inmate as well. You have no doubt that he means what he says. What should you okay, do? Okay, so the first thing I do, obviously, I draw my katana. Yeah. And I go to fucking work. That's it. Yeah, you fucking put down the guard, you know, cut the rope, and then in all in one swift move, yeah. and then you fucking chink your sword, yeah, and the yeah. guard turns into meat cubes, and your son is free. <laughs> exactly, and you know, remember that scene in the Pirates of the Caribbean where he throws the sword underneath Jack Sparrow, and he like balances on the sword, and then they have oh, a yeah. fight? Yeah, it'd be yeah. exactly like that. <laughs> so yeah, next. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, but for real though, um... I don't know. I mean, it's a hard question. So, uh, do you want one person to die? Do you want two people to die? I mean, if he's going to kill your son no matter what. Yeah, it's like your I mean, son's going to die. I mean, it sucks, but like, he, you why? No yeah, like, why should you not do it? You know, like, you're, you're fucking someone else over. That's not even related. If you, know? you have no doubt that he's going to die anyway, like, yeah. I mean, I could, you kind of have to. <laughs> you have to save this innocent inmate. But like I said, um, though, that's that's not the option I would choose. <laughs> yeah. So number nine, the accident. You are an emergency worker that had just been called to the scene of an accident. When you arrive, you see the car belongs to your wife. Fearing the worst, you rush over to see that she's trapped in her car with another man. She says she sees you, and although barely conscious, she managed to mouth the words, I'm sorry. You don't understand, but you look, but her look answers your question. And the man next to her is her lover in whom she's having an affair. You reel back in shock, devastated by what your eyes have just told you. As you step back, the wreck in front of you comes into focus. You see your wife is seriously hurt, and she needs attention straight away. Even if she gets uh, attention, there's a very high chance she'll die. You look at the seat next to her and see her lover. He's bleeding heavily from a wound to the neck, and you need to stem the blood flow immediately. It'll only take about five minutes to stop, and it'll mean your wife will definitely die. If you tend to your wife, however, the man will bleed to death, despite the fact it, has been, it could have been avoided. Who so, would you choose so to you, work on? You can't save both of them? No. Well, I mean, obviously, I saved my wife then. <laughs> I mean, that's not even a hard mm. question. But like, don't you... I mean, but you're killing this man by... So, well, basically, no. what what it's saying is that you can't save your wife because even if she does get attention, there's a very high chance she'll die anyway. Oh, okay, I see. So, I didn't catch that part. So, like, even if you yeah. even if you try to save her, she's probably going to die anyway. But you could definitely save this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I mean, in that case... You save who you can, right? But, like, <laughs> I mean... Like, I don't it, know if I could determine... Yeah, like, I how mean, do I know? Like, am I a fucking yeah, doctor? Like, like, am I, like, I walk up, I'm like, okay, triage. Like, she's dead. Like, you remember that scene in Saving Private Ryan where they're, like, on the beach of Normandy and they're, like, walking by and he's like, this guy's dead. Yeah, you're We like, have to move yeah, on to the next you, guy. Like, I, you are the you are the emergency worker yeah. there to, to save them. So, like... I see so you wouldn't. I guess you would know that, like, fuck, like my this guy's gonna bleed out if I don't stop it. Yeah, I mean, like, I would do my but best to save both. But I mean, like, if it, if it were, if it were actually me in real life, I probably would try to save my wife. Yeah, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, even if it's like a lower chance, just because of the relationship that I have, you know, I don't understand yeah. what the purpose of the thing where it's like 
she was cheating. Is that supposed to be like if oh I found out she's cheating, suppo- so fuck that bitch. I'm gonna let yeah, her die. That's supposed to be like well, that doesn't even enter into me, my mind. She yeah. gets to die. Yeah, like, yeah. That that that, that like, consideration does not even enter into my mind when I'm thinking yeah, about this. Like, <laughs> like cheating versus fucking dying is like yeah, you not know, even it's close. Two different things. To me. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, it sucks that you got cheated on, but like someone like someone's gonna fucking die right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't even cons- yeah. I would not even think about that at all. I would just try yeah. to save her no matter what. If I was the emergency worker in this position, uh I probably would save my I would probably save the the guy, the man. Really? I think it would be a hard choice. Like if I were if she were dead already, that would be different. But like if she's dying actively, My reasoning though, I don't know, it's because like I've never been in a fucking super serious relationship before. And so, like, it just seems like, you know, it seems like you can find someone else. I mean, well, like, well, not really. I mean, I mean, like, if they were my wife, I mean, that's a that's a huge thing. But also, like, this guy is gonna fucking bleed out. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Like, if if I got onto the scene, yeah, as an emergency worker to help this guy to be objective. My duty, really? It's my well, like, it's my my duty is to save lives, and if by attending to my wife, who I know has a high chance of dying i could save this guy right now uh i think i would save the guy right then yeah i don't know that would be that would be a very hard choice yeah it's a hard one but it's a good one i didn't surprise yeah that's actually a good one because i think it's the bullshit at the beginning is kind of like dumb but like the the dilemma is pretty interesting next i mean a lot of them a lot of these are pretty long uh do you do you have the link oh you should read this one you want me to read it okay it's uh spam You are the network administrator for a rather large company. You have a young family and need your job to support them. As part of your responsibility as a network admin is to monitor the emails of the organization. Usually this just means occasionally allow through emails for staff members that have been accidentally blocked by spam filters. One day you get a help desk request from a staff member asking for an email to get released. Normally it's standard procedure, except this time the request has come from the wife of a very good friend of yours. You recognize the name on the help desk request, so quickly attend to the problem. As part of the procedure, you need to manually open up the email to ensure that it isn't spam. So you do, and you discover that it isn't spam. You find that it's actually an email to your friend's wife from her lover. You scan the rest of the contents of the email, and there's no doubt that she's been having an affair for some time now. You release the email, but you can't decide what to do. Your initial reaction is to call your friend up and tell them about the email. However, you quickly realize that company policy is very strict about revealing the contents of confidential emails of staff members regardless of the contents, and unless someone's life is in immediate danger, under no circumstances are you permitted to reveal the information. In any case, you know that revealing this information presents great risk, because even if you don't do it directly, there's a good chance that the dots will be joined somewhere along the line and you're going to get found out. However, you feel that by not telling your friend, you're aiding his wife getting away with adultery, and this troubles you greatly. What do you do? Um, what do you What do you do? Uh, since you answered the first for the couple, the first couple ones already, yeah, I'll answer. It's yours. So, what would I do? Fuck, it's a hard one. So, my gut feeling is to immediately, you know, like yeah, to immediately tell my friend. But also, like if this is like, which is funny enough because this is actually the job I'm going to school for. Yeah, like, network admin. Like, uh, it would depend how hard it is to, like, find another job or, like, like, because the thing is, if I tell my friend, the, you know, the wife, like, I don't know if the wife is going to fuck me, but, you know, they could, like, hey, like, the only reason why they know is, is because they read my email and they could get me fired. I mean, it depends on how well I know this wife is she's going to, you know, fuck me because I told him because that would be a dick move. 
Like, right, if they, because the only way they'd find out is if the wife told management, right? Yeah, I feel like you could work together with the guy, too. Like, the guy that you're telling, just be like, okay, we need to create a lie right now so that I so can. So I don't. It to cover my ass, yeah. you know, so I don't get fired. <clears throat> yeah. I think, I think you're right, though. Like, you definitely, like, fuck the rules, you know? The rules don't matter. Yeah, like, fuck, <laughs> it's yeah, your the friends. Rules don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's your friend's fucking relationship that matters more. <laughs> yeah. For sure, I think I would do the same thing. I would definitely, re- I would definitely tell them. I don't know how long I would wait though. I would try to probably like figure out a way to keep my job if I liked the job. Like if I don't give a fuck, yeah. I would just tell them right away and not care what happens. Yeah, I but mean, like if I'm trying to keep the job, I would try to figure out some way to lie about it first. Yeah, and like if you don't tell your friend, I mean, I guess like the part where it says like there's a good chance like you'll be joint, you'll be found out, like that. Like maybe your friend finds out and then like, hey, you fucking knew, but you didn't tell me. Do what the fuck, man. Yeah, that's a big betrayal. Like you'd never be able to trust him again. Yeah. Basically, because like I mean, what what are friends for if not for that? (laughs) Yeah, like I don't know what I would do. Like if like the person I hang out like on a like daily basis, like was just keeping this big lie from me yeah yeah definitely that sucks. i would just like yeah i would instantly lose like 99 percent of my trust in that person pretty much yeah i think th- i think that's the right answer reveal it yeah yeah definitely right. tell them that, but also not try to get fired in the process yeah exactly fuck fuck the worker fuck the job you know fuck the job that shit doesn't matter <laughs> okay yeah we're moving on next the neighbor You have a wonderful daughter. She's eight years old and has always been a happy, outgoing child. But a while ago, something terrible happened. She was raped. You're quite sure that the person who raped her is your neighbor. Your daughter is so traumatized that she has stopped speaking. But she, in other ways... But she, in other ways... What? Your daughter is so traumatized... Sorry, let me reread this sentence. (laughs) Your daughter is so traumatized that she stopped speaking, but she, in other ways, been able to convince you that he is the one. Okay, so it's a typo. I'm not dumb. Unfortunately, not enough evidence can be found to convict him. You try to put your life back together. You move to another house and try to help your daughter in any way you can, but it's clear that the experience has ruined her life and that of your family. One evening, you've taken your wife out to dinner at a restaurant when she spot your former neighbor at another table. He's eating alone and looks unhappy. You quickly finish eating and leave. The next day, you find out that your former neighbor's wife has been murdered. Enough evidence to convict him of the murder is soon found, and at first you're happy. Happy. Finally, his will. Finally, he will get what he deserves. But then you remember that you saw him in the restaurant at the time of the murder. You know he didn't murder There's his so wife. So many fucking typos. Maybe he paid someone else to do it. You remember that the police said it had been made it. Oh my god. <laughs> why is there so many typos in this one dude? you remember oh, that the police said it uh, may have been made to look like a burglary maybe it was you sit down to think if you keep quiet he will be falsely convicted for the murder and the real murder will go free but if you give him an alibi he will go free but you can't be sure the real murderer will be found is it possible that the evil bastard pay someone to do it what do you do fuck so this guy potentially could have raped your daughter. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess he, you know he raped your daughter if you trust it, your daughter. Yeah. Because right, she right. convinced you that he was the one who raped her. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, why would she She's, like, been traumatized for her entire life, and she, you know, stopped speaking. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, as an eight-year-old girl, and, like, you know, you know this has happened. Yeah. I but mean, also, like, you know this guy's being you know charged for a uh, crime he maybe didn't commit right 
I, I mean, know, if there's you, evidence... Got it. It's a hard one. What, what do you think? Well, I think that, like, if a guy rapes your daughter, like, if you know he raped her, like, I feel like you failed <laughs> to, like, do it, to not do anything Oh, like, it. oh, like, like, you feel, um, I don't know if that's fair to say. How? Like, if there's, if you... Like, if, if your daughter got raped and, like, you failed as a parent... No, 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 not that. I'm saying, like, oh, if your okay, daughter okay. came home and told you, like, this guy raped me, and then you don't oh. do anything about it, especially when she's eight years old, like, what the fuck? I feel like I would never be in this situation in the first place. Well, but, I like, think the problem is, like, you can't, like... You can't prove it or something? You can't prove the, yeah. I mean, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, because it says, unfortunately, not enough evidence can be found to convict them. So, right. like, maybe you did, like, try to go to police, but, like, sorry, man, there's nothing we can do about it. Okay, well, let's let's assume that we did then. Okay. So we went to the police. They couldn't convict the guy. So we know that he raped her, basically, but there yeah. was nothing to be done. So we move the law away. can't do anything. Exactly. So we move away and whatever. You know, we're moving on with our lives, trying to heal. And then we yeah. see that he's in the restaurant, and we know he's innocent from the murder. At least he didn't do it himself, right? Yeah. So I guess like if the police are charging him with murder, not like hiring a hitman, mm-hmm. but actual just murder, and that you he know he's innocent. His life. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, at that point, you probably probably should say something i think yeah <laughs> because like i mean the like going to jail for 25 years or something for something you didn't do like i think that that's pretty fucked up even if like even if you're a rapist you know but oh, at the God. same I mean, time it's like, a hard one that like you you're like you're like it's without justice you know yeah it's like you're letting this pedophile walk another you know day on this earth without you know being punished for what he did yeah, but then you also have to consider, like, going to jail, like, changes you as a person. It makes you, like, less likely to be able to heal and be uh, better yeah. and stuff. So, like... Yeah, I mean, if jail you, is a terrible place. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying, like, some people deserve to be in jail. Like, let's be clear about that. Some people definitely deserve to be in jail. But, yeah, like... but the way we use... The, the way we right. treat our prisoners isn't humane either. Exactly. That's my point. Like, if you know that... Being sent to jail for 20 years is, like, basically a life-ending event. Can you, in good conscience, allow someone to go to jail when you know that they didn't do what they're going to jail for? <laughs> I probably couldn't do that. Yeah. And, like, if this wasn't, like, if he didn't hire a hitman and it was just, like, some serial killer, you are letting a potential serial killer kill another Yeah. I would probably person. blackmail him. Oh, like, I know, I know you, wait, wait, wait I would, I would how? Be like, <laughs> I would say, I know you raped my daughter, but I also saw you at this restaurant, so I know you're innocent from the murder, but I'm not going to come forward with this information unless, and then, like, something, I would get something from him, you know? Unless you, like, uh, oh, like, what? I don't know like, what, I don't know what I would like ask say, for, but, like, Like, yeah. say that you raped my daughter, or, like, Yeah, say, yeah, like, okay, that, yeah, that's like, a good one. I would say you have to admit to raping my daughter. If you want me to come forward with this information that I know you're innocent from the murder. Yeah, that's I don't know exactly how legally mean. sound that is, but I'm pretty sure like that might be like the best way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, look, you and me both know you're innocent from the murder, but you and me both also know that you raped my daughter. And like, I cannot say that you're innocent if you're not going to be punished for this thing that you did, you know? Like, <laughs> damn, it's like, so now you give them the option. Exactly. Like, Fuck, do I want to go to jail for being murdered or do I want to go to jail for being a rapist? Exactly. Yeah. I think mm, that that's probably the, the most moral thing you can do because then in that case, like, you're, you're not, um, I don't know you're if not being vindictive. Thing. Well, it's moral, I believe, because you're not being vindictive by saying like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. I'm just going to let him go to jail. But at the same yeah. time, like, you're not, you're, you're still, still standing you still up for your bad. daughter. Yeah. 
because you yeah. can't just let someone fucking rape your daughter at eight years old yeah. and not do anything. Yeah, like, that, that's just that might be yeah, that might be the best one. Yeah, I think so. All right, on to the next one: the pregnant woman. A pregnant woman is leading a group of people out of a cave on a coast, is stuck in the mouth of that cave. In a short time, high tide will be upon them, and unless she is unstuck, they will all be drowned except for the woman. They will all be drowned except for the woman, whose head is out the cave. Unfortunately or unfortunately, someone has with them a stick of dynamite. There seems to be no way to get the pregnant woman loose without using the dynamite, which will, which will kill her. But if they do not use it, everyone will drown. What should they do? Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Who just brings so a these, fucking stick yeah, of dynamite? Like, I got the dynamite, boys. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. Uh, okay. Okay. So this is like a Wouldn't, classic like, the dynamite, like kill all of them yeah like? how the fuck does it just kill i guess because it's like a cor- she's like okay it's like a bottle and she's the cork <laughs> yeah like yeah yeah like so it blows like, her up and the pressure just like God. shoots her out like a rocket God, I, that's like my worst nightmare like like going through like an, a cave like getting that stuck, and like, like getting and getting yeah. stuck in oh god yeah that is horrible God, um, those, i mean like those people like crawling into the sewers fuck okay i, I, I already stuck. know my answer and like it's gonna be a non-answer because in my opinion like from the top like if you're not a person stuck in the cave like if you're say like you're someone standing over them and you're looking at them down there and you're like i can't help you but i know that you have dynamite i would never be like yeah blow the fuck out of her you know like blow her up but at the same time i wouldn't blame someone for doing it you know like like if someone chose to do it yeah like if someone down there the guy with the dynamite like if he decided to blow her up and kill her and save himself and everyone else like I would never say to that person, like, yeah, do that. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and I mean, kill yeah, her. I mean, base, but I, mean, I wouldn't blame them. I feel like they like like so. Basically, the thing is, everyone will die except the one because her head's out the cave and she won't drown. But like, I feel like the woman without any help will also eventually just die. Yeah. How would she you even know. get out? Like, if her if she's stuck, she's still stuck. Yeah, like yeah. she's still stuck. But I guess eventually yeah. you could get her out, like if you had power tools. I mean, uh, I mean, it says they're on the co- cave on the coast. Yeah, in a short time, high tide will be upon them, and unless she's unstuck, they're all drowned except for her. So like, she won't drown. So it's like after high tide goes down and it's back to low tide or whatever, you could probably get her out using like a drill or something like that. But all the people would die. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I would I would say like if if they blew her up, I would be the first person to say like, that's crazy. I'm sorry you had to do that, but like I understand. Yeah. <laughs> It's like eating someone to survive. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you had to do what you had to do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they said pregnant. I guess, like, to, like, oh, you're killing two people. Yeah, that's yeah, dumb yeah, again. It's, it's like... just, like, the cheating thing. It's like, it doesn't change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I was going to do the same thing either way. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, yeah, I agree with you. It's, you know, it's unfortunate, but, like, like, man, it's a fuck, I mean, it's a fuck thing to do, but, like, unless yeah. you want everyone else to die, it's the only, it's the only way. Yeah, for sure. A madman who threatened to explode several bombs in crowded areas has been apprehended. Unfortunately, he has already planted the bombs, and they are scheduled to go off in a short time. It is possible that hundreds of people may die. The authorities cannot make it divulge the location of the bombs by conventional methods. methods. He refuses to say anything and requests a lawyer to protect his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination and some exasperation. Some high-level um, officials suggest torture. This would be illegal, of course, but the official thinks that is nevertheless the right thing to do in this desperate situation. Do you agree? If you do, it would be morally justifiable to torture the mad bomber's incident wife if that's the only 
if that's the only way to make him talk, why? Okay, so let's let's address the elephant in the room right away. The bomber's innocent wife, absolutely not. Yeah. There's no way yeah. that that's moral. There's it's, no absolutely there's no, no way you can justify torturing someone who's innocent. Yeah, exactly. To make someone no talk, way. and then that means that there's no way to make him talk. So, right. if there is, lead, yeah, you would lead to the conclusion that you shouldn't torture him in the first place. Yeah, I mean, exactly. for, I mean, in the first place, he's illegal. Well, regardless, like, so, like, sort of throwing the illegality out of it, like, it has been proven that torture doesn't work. Like, it doesn't, people, it when you're torturing false someone. false answers. Yeah, exactly. Like, when you're torturing someone, whatever they want. they'll yeah. say anything to get the torture to stop. So, like, it, the, there's no way to know Even for sure. Even if they sure. didn't commit the crime. Exactly. There's no way to know for sure if he's telling the truth. There's no way to know if it would work. And then, <laughs> if it doesn't work, all you did was torture someone for nothing. <laughs> so, like... I mean, like, the best, I mean, it's, like, the best option is to, like, do what you can in that short amount of time to save, you know, like, evacuate, you know. Yeah, don't uh, waste I mean, your time hard, trying to dude. ask him questions. Just go into fucking like, action mode. Yeah, like, fucking, I mean, I mean, what's, the problem is, like, you can't just evacuate every fucking, like, you know, building in the city, you know. Why not? Like... Because, like, where are all these people going to go? You're evacuating know, everybody. Send them home. They like, hey, pay <laughs> off. Yeah, but what if this is, like, a city and, like, your apartment is, like, a fucking, like, you know. They're right next to, like, <laughs> one of those crowded places. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I guess there's no way to be sure everyone's safe. But, like, I mean, torturing someone is, I don't think it's ever. Also, like, since they're madmen, so obviously they have a mental illness. And yeah, they need, like, like. They need help. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. We need bomb. How did the how did this madman get his hands on these bombs in the first yeah. place? You know, it doesn't make it right to bomb someone, but like it doesn't <laughs> mean it's okay to torture him. <laughs> you know, two yeah. wrongs don't make a right. I think you know Sun Tzu said that, something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh my god, last one's a fucking big one. All right, <clears throat> the last, the last one. Get a sip of water with this one. Oh, do you want? Are you reading this one? Yeah, yeah, you're reading this one. Go. Yeah. yeah. You're going on a cruise. Two days into the cruise, your ship experiences technical difficulties, and the captain says it needs to make an unscheduled stop. A couple hours later, the captain makes another announcement that the ship hull has been breached and that you will need to start heading to the life rafts and abandoned ship. The ship life rafts are lowered as people begin to pile in, and you board one of the life rafts. <clears throat> as it is lowered, however, it hits the side of the ship, putting a hole in the side of the raft, and when it hits the water, it begins to sink. There are 10 people on the boat, and to prevent sinking, you quickly work out that nine people working for 10 minutes while one person rests, and you can build the water out with their hands quick enough to keep the water at bay to prevent it from sinking, but you have to continually keep it up to ensure the boat doesn't sink. By being able to rest one person, you are really able to increase the length of time you have to keep the boat afloat. However, if the rescue team doesn't turn up, and, and you calculate that with... How are you doing all these calculations so fucking quickly <laughs> that within five hours the boat was sick? You're like, the fucking, the, the, the circuit the the, Yeah, like, people on a fucking, like, chalkboard fucking start doing math. Oh, uh, shit. Like, while the boat's sinking. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, while you take your break, you glance over to another boat and notice that a friend of yours who you mount the boat is there and notice your predicament. He's signaling for to come over and join him on their boat so you don't have to continue bailing out water. There's only just enough room for one more person. You also, you also notice that the boat is moving away rapidly with the current, but your boat can't keep up with the hole. It's affecting its buoyancy. You estimate that if you jump ship, you will force all nine remaining crew members to bail water continuously, which will reduce the total time they can stay afloat to just two hours. But we'll ensure that you'll be able to live long enough to be rescued if you do not if you stay aboard you will not have another chance to jump ship and there's no guarantee the rescue will arrive in five hours meaning you will drown however by giving everyone a better chance to row as you watch the boat uh with your friend drift away you realize you have about 30 seconds to make a decision holy shit it's like oh my god i only have 30 seconds to make a decision like like a fucking quick time event dude (laughs) (laughs) fuck Okay, the last fucking thing. A, do you stay on your current boat and help keep it afloat as long as possible and hope that the rescue will revive in five hours? Or B, do you go into your friend's boat, ensuring your rescue will be reducing the chances of others on the boat being rescued? Woo! God. <laughs> Good job, David. <laughs> so, what, sorry, do you, man. what do you think? <laughs> um, uh, so, like, if you God, stay... I, mean, it's, it's, I think you have to stay, right? Like, if you, if you, if you so jump... So, basically, if you jump ship... You're basically dooming those people. You're dooming those people, essentially. They're going to die. Because, like... But there's no guarantee. So, like, basically, you... If you stay with the group, you only you can only last five hours before everyone drowns. Because you know, everyone runs out of energy. Man, in these moral so dilemmas, people there just might can't be, swim. There might be no guarantee that, like, you even live if you stay with them. But if you go with your friend, you will live. But those people will die. 100%. Hmm. You have 30 seconds. Mm, I mean, I, I stay. For sure. I 100% stay. I'm not leaving that. The fuck? If you, if you leave when the ship starts taking on water, man, like, what what are you doing? Come on. Yeah, no, I mean, but the thing is, like, you basically are saying that your life is worth more than these nine people. If you, if you abandon ship, yeah. Yeah. What if it was like like nine hoodlums and like a doctor who's like has the the fucking like formula to save cancer <laughs> in his in his brain? He's like, guys, I know how to cure HIV. I just I have to go. I have to jump off this boat right now. <laughs> you're like they're like he, you're fucking getting ready to fucking jump. Like guys, you're like taking off your clothes. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta do this stuff. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would definitely stay though. Like, there's, there's no way that I I mean, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you're dealing with other people. Yeah, you have to have solidarity with like the people that you're with. Like, work together to win or die together. You know, like that's just that's just how it works. Uh, It'd be suck to drown though. I mean, yeah, but also I feel like, like I don't believe that that's actually what would happen you know like you're not just gonna instantly drown the second that you go in water like you can survive like people literally people on the titanic survived in freezing well, cold water for hours before they were rescued i mean yeah i mean the thing is is like you have to wait for the rescue though and that might be five hours yeah so but like, like you still. you would you would you would drown because you no longer have the energy to keep yourself you can uh, float from drown. i'm I buoyant mean, <laughs> i mean not not everyone's grace with buoyancy well, exactly, but I am. So, like, worst case scenario, like, everyone else drowns, but I live. And I'm Gucci. Yeah, like, yeah. it's fine. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. I would, like, st- I feel like abandoning the other people, like, 
It's just first of all, it's just like what the fuck, dude? You calculated that we were like, you know, we <laughs> yeah. We who's need... this fucking raid man? <laughs> He's just calculating. Like, I have approximately I mean, thirty I'll... seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like they're running all the fucking numbers and what at, is at our current at, at our current nautical uh, wind speed i have approximately 30 seconds to decide to jump out of this boat before uh, my my <laughs> atp and my muscles cannot uh, properly uh, uh provide enough energy for me to reach this other lifeboat i mean obviously like this guy needs to fucking live because he's the, like the yeah, world's fucking fucking best mathematician <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. his lives is like more important than these nine other people but i mean but if i if this is me of course Dumbass, no math, David. <laughs> For some reason, the only math I can do is whether or not I can swim to this boat in 30 seconds or not. Other than that, I'm a dumbass. Yeah, I would definitely stay. For yeah, sure. I think if you jump, you're probably a bad person. I don't even, again, yeah. I don't think that this is like a traditional moral dilemma because I feel like one of the answers is wrong. You know? Well, I think that's up to you and like your fucking where your morals stand and like. Well, if, I feel like if you value think. your life more than others, like you're a bad person no matter what. Pretty uh, much. I mean, you know, but it it might be someone else's like thing to like self preservation. Like I gotta stay alive because if I die, I'm you know, like my family might not make it or something like that, and they they, they might think that way. So yeah, fair enough, I guess. But you know, me and you were fucking. We're very. Uh, Oh god, what's a util- utilitarian? Yeah, like we're we're all about like care ethics and shit. So like, I guess it makes sense that we would say that, right? Yeah. But well, uh, yeah, yeah that was that, uh, that was ten, ten moral dilemmas. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I, mean, I think no. we should do this again. Let's try to find another a better uh, list next be, time, like one, <laughs> one less typos. Uh, it, it's hard, dude. It's hard, more po- more uh, fuck my life. More polarizing topics you know yeah Things those that are a couple good ones though surprisingly i thought yeah, they were yeah. all gonna be really shit and like how, how long have we been recording that was like an extra like 30 minutes holy yeah. shit fucking yeah. 40 minutes almost like got 50 like almost 50 minutes anyway yeah. uh i want to thank our patreon pledgers uh grunt 980 and zach slash tim we appreciate the patreons and look forward in the next two weeks there's a Patreon exclusive giveaway going on. Oh, so yeah. if you're in that, you have like a 50% chance. Well, it'll be like a 33% chance to win if you become our next Patreon pledger. Yep. For only $1 a month, you can literally have a one in three chance of winning a $10 Amazon gift card and any future giveaways we do, uh, mm-hmm. which we do pretty often. We've done basically one a month so far. Yeah. And it's probably going to be about that. You know, they might slow down a little bit later on, but like, yeah. Not not slow down, but like you'll have a less of a chance of getting it as as we go on, basically. So like if you yeah. get in right now, this is like the biggest chance you'll yeah, ever we're, have. Yeah, winning. we're like we're doing giveaways once a month and like we're pumping them out. Yeah, exactly. But you know, trying to get back to the community, you know, we take you know it's a give and take relationship. Hell yeah, man. Mostly mostly give. I'm not gonna lie. Mostly <laughs> give. Yeah, come on guys, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> Sixty people on Discord, two Patreons. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What's that's kind of whack when you think about it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, anyway, thanks for this listening. This has been guys. episode 15 of Left in the South podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.